Miles Laboratories, makers of Alka-Seltzer, bring you another visit with Fibber, McGee, and Molly. Again, we invite you to listen to the transcribed adventures of Fibber, McGee, and Molly. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutto. We'll see what's going on in Wistful Vista shortly. Having fun is good for you. Feel good so you can enjoy your fun. When you feel all in, all over, with a headache, upset stomach, or general achiness, that's when you should take Alka-Seltzer. Alka-Seltzer tablets dropped into a glass of water fizz up and become a relief-giving liquid that's better because of action in the glass. Action in the glass changes Alka-Seltzer tablets into a liquid. And this is the form your system can use most easily and naturally for relief. Action in the glass supercharges Alka-Seltzer with lively bubbles. This soothing liquid speeds relief. Action in the glass makes Alka-Seltzer easy to absorb immediately. Try it. You'll like Alka-Seltzer for refreshing relief. All drugstores sell Alka-Seltzer. Molly. Oh, Molly. I'm gonna wonder where she is. Oh, Molly! Yes, McGee. Yes, dearie, I'm coming. Oh, oh, yes. well, there you are. Mm-hmm. I was down the street at Mabel Toops' house, and I heard that bellow, so I rushed right home. Oh. What is it, Tarzan? Is the lock on the elephant's trunk jammed again? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I did holler kind of loud, but, boy, that joke will teach me. <laughs> Good. Now, what is it? Well, I'm looking for some more yarn. This kind here, gray yarn. Well, that isn't very strong if you're wrapping a package with it. I'm not wrapping packages. Here's what I'm doing. Look. Well, for goodness sake. Did you do this all by yourself? Yes. And so far you haven't made one mistake. Nope. That's amazing. What is it? I'm knitting. Oh, I can tell that. I mean, what is it you're knitting? Oh, <laughs> that's a secret. Well, I'd guess it's a pair of socks from the looks of it. Nope, not socks. Gloves? Of course, you're not up to the fingers yet. No. Nope. I... Say, wait a minute. How did you ever learn to knit, anyhow? I mean, without stabbing yourself with those needles. I don't see any bandaged fingers. Oh, it wasn't so tough. I just watched you a few times and studied up in that instruction book of yours, and, well, I've been practicing, secretly. That looks like pretty good knitting. But what is it? That's the question. Or do you know what it is? <laughs> oh, I know. Don't you worry. I know what I'm knitting. It's a secret. <laughs> You'll see when I get it finished. Well, I'm glad to see you busy, anyhow, because... I'll surprise Doc Gamble and everybody else with this thing when I get through knitting it. Hold it. I think that's Dr. Gamble now. Come in. Well, speaking of the devil, and I say that because he handles a scalpel like a pitchfork if it isn't him. Hi, kids. Come in, doctor. You better hide this knitting behind my back. If he sees it, he'll needle me about it. Oh, don't be silly. It's a beautiful day, Molly. How are you, my dear? Oh, just fine, doctor. And you, Adlai? Adlai? Stevenson? No. Adlai, the back of me hand to your big mouth for that remark about the pitchfork, you spalpeen, if your wife wasn't present. (laughs) (laughs) What a horrible Uh, joke, hipstabber. Oh, that was funny, Doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Just getting even for that Dulles he pulled on me the other day, Molly. (laughs) Dulles? Yes, he said, hello, Dulles, and I said, John Foster, and he said, no, Dulles ever. (laughs) Oh, Oh, good heavens. You both ought to have to stand in a corner and listen to political speeches for a month for those remarks. Ooh. (laughs) 
I'm probably seeing him too often lately, Molly. It's beginning to affect my character. That could be a very bad... What's the matter? McGee, what are you doing? Me? Yes, you. He's up to something. I know he is, Molly. He's got his hands behind his back and his elbows are going up and down like mad and he's got the silliest look on his face. Oh, that. He's not cutting the brim short on my hat again behind his back like he did at the... My hat. Where's my hat? My hat. It's in your hand. Oh. (laughs) Then what are you doing? Nothing. Oh, show him, McGee. He's not going to tease you. I'm sure he'll agree that it's good relaxation for you. You think so? Sure. Okay. Here's what I'm doing, Doc. Knitting. See? Knitting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at what nice work he's done, Doctor. My, you did a, another whole row of stitches, didn't you? Uh-huh. Behind your back, too, yep. for goodness sake. He learned all by himself, too, Doctor. Isn't that pretty, whatever it is? Oh, I'll show you what it is when I get it finished, Doc. You know, this is a swell <laughs> hobby for relaxing. And if more men would get over the idea that, that knitting is only for women and, and, and give it a try, instead of thinking they, they might look silly when... I told you, Molly. I told you. He doesn't understand. That's why I hid it behind my back. Quit laughing, you big blob. Doc, if you don't shut up. No, McGee, not don't, with the needle. Why, right, George, I'm not going to be laughing. Wait a minute, In just a moment, we'll try to straighten out the McGee's. Mother, I'm sure you know that good health doesn't come by accident. If you have a happy, healthy family, you deserve a lot of credit. And you probably realize that you must guard against vitamin shortage, one of the common causes of loss of pep and energy. Now, an easy, practical way to protect your family against vitamin shortage is to give them one-a-day brand multiple vitamin tablets every day. You see, your meals may not always contain enough vitamins. But one-a-day brand multiple vitamins provide all the vitamins children and adults normally need to take in small, easy-to-swallow tablets that leave no aftertaste. That's why youngsters take them willingly. And low-cost one-a-day brand multiple vitamin tablets contain vitamin B12. Ask at your drugstore for one-a-day brand multiple vitamin tablets in the blue box with the big red one. the knitting coming, McGee? You still at it? Fine, and yes, I'm still at it. I'm not quitting just because a big fat blob of a friend of mine makes fun of me, don't you worry. If the ex-Prince of Wales once had a hobby in it, and so can I. The Prince of Wales? Yes. Oh, yes, I remember reading that he used to... What are you doing? Is that another arm you're starting on that thing? Yes. Don't tell me you're knitting a sport jacket for a polo pony. Nope. (laughs) You'll see, Tootsie, you'll see. Hey, how about some more yarn? I I need more yarn again. Okay, I'll get you some on one condition. What? Tell me what you're knitting. Now, that isn't fair. You'll see it when I finish. Well, then give me a hint. That's all I ask. A little hint. Okay, but but get me the ball of wool first. All right, but I want a good hint now, not a silly one. It's a deal. And besides, I'll throw in one answer to the front door as a bonus. Come in. Hello, Mr. McGee. Well, Wimp, come in, come in, come in. It's Wimp, Molly. Wally Wimple. Oh, well, how are you, Mr. Wimple? Oh, just fine, thank you. Here's your ball of yarn, dearie. Thanks. I hope I'm not interrupting now, you. Now. Hmm? What is it you're making? Me? No, Mr. McGee. He's knitting something. Knitting? And... Yes, and he won't tell me what it is. Now, what'd you tell him for? Gee whiz, I had it pushed under the sofa cushion. Out of sight. 
Oh? He's a little embarrassed about it, Mr. Wimple. Knitting? Why, goodness, I do it all the time. Many men do. They do? Yes. Of course, I never tell anyone either. But now that I know you knit too... Do you knit a lot, Wimp? You pretty good at it? Well, I think so. I do knit quite a bit, yes. As a matter of fact, I just finished a lovely puce afghan just yesterday. My, a puce afghan? Yes, it was a present for Sweetie Face. For our anniversary. Well, isn't that sweet? What'd she give you? A belt in the teeth. She hates puce. Oh, <laughs> that's too bad. It's my own fault, really. After all these years of marriage, I should have known her favorite color combination. It's so obvious. So simple. Oh, what is it? Black and blue. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got to go now. Uh, good luck on that bathing suit you're knitting, Mr. McGee. Bye. So long, Molly. Why, of course, that isn't another arm. It's a leg. You're making one of those old-fashioned one-piece bathing suits. No. Nope. With a skirt down the front? No. Nope. Oh, come on. Tell me what it is. There must be something very unusual because I've guessed everything I can think of and you claim it. <laughs> Boy, oh boy, oh boy, this is going to be great. <laughs> I can just see everybody's eyes popping. Oh, Molly, I'm through, kiddo. It's all finished. Good, good. I'm coming. Don't put it away now. I want to see it. Okay, here it is. How do you like it? <laughs> Pretty, huh? Hmm. That's it, huh? Yep. You all finished with it? Oh, I have to sew one of these little bells back on, that's all. One of the little bells fell off. Well, honestly, I must admit that it is the most ridiculous-looking piece of knitting I've ever seen, and I've seen a lot. Sure, it's ridiculous. Looking. Let me look at it again. See, it's got three arms on it. Right. Just one leg. Right. No neck at all. Right. And a row of little bells sewed along the bottom of it. That's it. <laughs> now, would you mind at long last telling me just exactly what this silly-looking thing is, if you know? <laughs> Don't you worry, I know. This silly-looking thing is going to make us a bunch of money, kiddo. A bunch of money? How? Very simple. I'm going to put this thing in a box tomorrow and take it down to the corner of 14th and Oak, where lots of people pass by all the time. Yes? Whenever I see anybody I know, I'll stop and I'll say, Hey, Charlie, I'll bet you a buck you can't tell me what it is that has three arms, one leg, no neck, and when it moves, it jingles. And he'll say, I'll bet you a buck you can't either. Oh. And while a passerby holds the bet, I'll open the box with my knitting in it, hold it up, Move it so it jingles and say, I not only know what it is, I got one right here. <laughs> oh. uh, no, no, Molly, please. Oh. Uh, no, uh, put them needles down, babe. Don't, kiddo. Uh, hell. Bibber and Molly have a final word for you to come. You know, headaches, of course, aren't contagious, but they sure do get around, don't they? And when a headache gets around to you, the thing you want most of all is relief, right? Well, then just make sure you have plenty of Alka-Seltzer on hand. Yes, because gentle, speedy Alka-Seltzer is first aid for relief of a headache. For one thing, Alka-Seltzer is a liquid when you take it. And because it's a liquid, Alka-Seltzer gets into your system right away to bring you relief right away. Yes, Alka-Seltzer is ready to go to work as soon as you drink it. So remember, ladies, when a headache gets around to you, get to feeling good again. Take Alka-Seltzer. Get Alka-Seltzer at your drug counter. Once you try it, you'll agree. There's nothing quite like speedy Alka-Seltzer. <laughs> ¶¶ 
Mabel Toops says the McGinnises just had another baby girl, born on their fifth wedding anniversary, too. Yeah? Their wooden anniversary, I believe it is. My gosh, five girls in five years, huh? That's right. There's little Bridget, Maureen, Katie, and Ellen. Now the new one. Mm. Wonder what they'll call her. Their wooden anniversary, huh? Yes. It's very simple. Just call the kid Peg. <laughs> Don't you get it, kiddo? Wooden Peg? It's a play on words. Ain't funny, McGee. It's just a suggestion. So long, everybody. See you tomorrow. Bye. Fibber McGee and Molly Transcribed is brought to you Mondays through Fridays at this time by Miles Laboratories, makers of Alka-Seltzer. Mr. Whipple and Dr. Gamble are played by Bill Thompson and Arthur Q. Bryan. Be with us again tomorrow, won't you, for another visit with Fibber McGee and Molly. Ladies and gentlemen, this year the Boys Clubs of America is celebrating its golden anniversary. These clubs serve as character building and guidance centers for boys from 7 to 20. Although they are non-sectarian, their philosophy is rooted in fundamental religious principles. Former President Herbert Hoover, chairman of the Boys Clubs of America, calls them the greatest cure for delinquency in our country. More clubs are being added to the present 435 every day. If your area is in need of such a club, help to establish one. Help to prevent juvenile delinquency by building juvenile decency. Weekdays follow the story of Pepper Young's family on most NBC radio stations.